0: Hello and welcome to The Haunted. I'm Freddie Young.
1: And I'm Vanessa Mitchell.
0: And we are back, back, back again and giving you episode two of your Bumper Hollywood movie week. So this week we are taking a bit of a dive into the story of Nightmare on Elm Street. Now, I hear you say there's not a true story yeah. about the Nightmare and you on really Elm Street.
1: Think there, there was, but well,
0: there is a a tale that inspired. So there isn't a man called Freddy Krueger that goes around killing teenagers in their dreams. sharp fingers. Yeah, there's none none of that. But there is um, some some stories behind it that inspired Wes Craven to create this. And it's been ongoing for decades. They're they're still making it now. I can remember watching them as a kid and being terrified. I'm assuming you probably did.
1: Hmm... I wasn't a fan. I mean, I watched one or two, but I don't think it scared me particularly because ghosty stuff and real stuff has always scared me. But this, I think I just knew wasn't real. But yeah, I mean, great movies.
0: Great, great movies. So I'm going to give you a very, very brief overview for those of you that haven't seen it or if you have seen it this is a little reminder for you so it's set in the early 1980s and a psychopath named fred krueger who is known as the springwood slasher murdered several children with a glove fitted with razor blades and everyone knows the image um, attached to the fingers and there was he was caught and a judge makes a foolish decision and sets him free an angry mob of parents who children he terrorized and murdered burn kruger alive in the boiler room where he worked and then years after his death the living children of the parents responsible for kruger's death start experiencing terrifying nightmares involving a burnt man wearing a glove with razor blades on the fingertips the ghost of freddy kruger haunts their dreams and um when one of the girl's best friends dies violently in her sleep during a dream confrontation with Kruger, she realizes that she must find a way to stop the evil psychopath's reign of terror.
1: And that's mm. and
0: that's the premise for all of them, really. Yeah, it, 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 much, it, yeah. so that you've got a Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. a Nightmare on Elm Street Two, Freddy's Revenge, yeah. a Nightmare on Elm Street Three, Dream Warriors, a Nightmare on Elm Street Four, The Dream Master, a Nightmare on Elm Street Five, The Dream Child. <laughs> Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, West, <laughs> Wes Craven's New Nightmare, and then they remade A Nightmare on Elm Street. And that does not include all... They've got Freddy versus Jason and yes. all the things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Now, they are super successful films, and altogether they have grossed just under half a billion pounds. Yeah, it's
1: serious,
0: dome. isn't it? It's serious, serious, dome. So before I get into this, there is a very, very famous Facebook post that people share and it's along the lines of, oh, did you know that the film character Freddy Krueger is based on a real-life serial killer who lived in Lightning Creek, Oklahoma in the 1800s? Basically, it goes on and it shares some details of child murders and factory fires and ghosts that haunt the town and they even posted a little photo of something that looks like Freddy Krueger behind these three kids like an old photo mm. but that's been completely debunked it's fake it's not lore, true yeah, just... and actually I think um, I think they proved that it was a prank quite an elaborate prank yeah, that these people put together on, yeah, to. Yeah. but that's not to say that there isn't a little bit of true inspiration behind the actual film mm. so around the time that wes craven got the idea for this there was a lot of articles um mostly in the la times accounting um details of southeast asian men who had seeked refuge in the us after the cambodian genocide and they were so terrified to sleep that fear that they would die, but they were dying in their sleep, and I think by the end of it, there was over a hundred men
1: that so, died over a sec. period
0: of time. Go
1: back. So what you're saying is um, that lots of men at one point just all weirdly started dying in their sleep yes. for no particular rhyme the, or reason, they no come, illness,
0: no illness. They all come from the same place.
1: They all come from the same place, and it seemed they were just continuous dying for, for no medical reason.
0: Yes, wow. correct. Um, so basically he, the the article in the LA Times re- recounted this this man's story and um basically he he refused to sleep for days and days on end and when he did finally go to sleep you know he's he par- died of
1: exhaustion <laughs> well
0: that's <us> have <laughs> but his parents thought you know thank god for that he's finally um given in and then they heard screams in the middle of the night and by the time they got to him he did it was dead no
1: is there no uh further story to that where there are any investigations the science may think it could be this it could be that or is it still a complete
0: mystery well we'll go a little bit into it so oh, okay. it, We've got it's, more information yeah there. so it's they have a name for it now and it's sons but it's it's, it's in further along I can't okay, remember it off yeah, the top of my head yeah. so I'm going to give you a little bit of a background behind it all so like I said this wasn't just an isolated incident there were a hundred uh young men in their 20s 30s um from the it's a, an ethnic group called mong it's um it's southeast asia right and it it got so bad that it um, caught the attention to the Public Health Authority right, in, yeah. in America and they started to look into this. So normally they were refugees from um, Laos, which is a landlocked yeah, country in Southeast about, Asia. Yeah. And the, the Hmong people are a minority group there and they'd been persecuted in, in their homelands because they were, during the Viet- Vietnam War, uh, were recruited by the Americans to fight the Vietnamese soldiers. Right. And well, this is an interesting statistic for you. So more than 30,000 Hmong soldiers helped the US fight communism um, there, and they had a death rate 10 times higher than their American counterparts. So it's almost like, to me, it reads like that was a bit cannon fodder. And I was about to
1: say that were they frontline? Get rid of them first. Yeah, exactly. that sounds like that. Yeah, cannon fodder. Yeah.
0: So obviously the war ends, as we all know. Uh, but then Laos became a, a communist country, and the new leadership there viewed that the Hmong people were traitors for what they had done and for siding with the US. Right. So many of the people that have survived the atrocities that happened fled their homes, and they either seek refuge in Thailand or in the US. Right. Um their journey was very long very treacherous and a lot of people died doing that to, to get to to get to safety yeah um so a lot of pe- what a lot of people think is that because of the trauma that triggered a lot of what was happening so that the people have been um quoted by saying that the people who had endured a great deal had then been continued to be subjected to a great deal and that it just, it never really stopped for them. It was just a constant, years and years of barrage I get that
1: and that's happened to a lot of people and cultures over the years, we know that. But I've never had a case where, I mean, there wasn't probably anything worse than slavery, but they didn't all die in their sleep, you know? god you know god bless them i bet some of them wish they would but they lived horrific long torturous lives so although these people you're saying had also very hard and you know and horrific lives i've never heard of anything like this where they all just died in their sleep without any known disease, without any... I mean, we know people died in their thousands of typhoid and cholera and TB and all But that's a disease, isn't
0: it? It's a disease. And so, so,
1: but to to be not diagnosed with anything at all.
0: And these are, they're they're all, you know, fit, healthy men. They're all young. So they're like, like I said, 20s, 30s, they're in their prime. Yeah. Uh, So obviously this starts to pick up and it starts to grab even more headlines. And, you know, there was headlines such as, uh mysterious fatal malady striking Hmong men and night deaths of asian men unexplained and that was all throughout the late 70s early 80s um, and this was in the 70s and the
1: 80s yeah no yeah. Well, that was only 10 minutes ago yeah in history really
0: so there is one article from 1981 and it describes one of these young men um relocating to the us after being in a refugee camp in thailand but shortly after settling into the US, he died in his sleep with his wife beside him. And he had was the fourth man to die while sleeping in nine months of that year, and the thirteenth nocturnal Hmong death of that year. Mm. So it's, it's it's all very, very strange. So investigators could find no medical explanation for the deaths. Yeah,
1: and we're, we're talking about the 80s here, yeah. not 200 years ago.
0: But what they did, they, yeah, so they tried to say that um, the deaths were a result of complications of being exposed to nerve agents and certain chemicals during the conflict
1: which could make sense but was everyone else dying as well or well not?
0: so then it goes on so a man called <laughs> dr larry Lumen basically just said nerve gas does not act in that way at all there is zero evidence to suggest that nerve gas would have any kind of effect like this on on these people and if he did
1: everyone else would be dead yeah, as
0: well where 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 are where are us men dropping yeah. dropping yeah. dead in their sleep yeah. and stuff so um and it, it, as well, he pointed out that if it if it was nerve gas, why was it just men? Yeah. And why was it at night time? Why are they not at the supermarket and suddenly something
1: yeah. clicks yeah. And, yeah. and
0: that's that? Among the you know the Mon community, they believed that they were being punished by the spirits of their ancestors for leaving their homeland. And their anxiety around this uh, really centred around their inability to do right by their ancestral spirits because you're not there yeah. and because you you you're not doing the right things to perform their rituals yeah. in 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 the right way because obviously they they're very um
1: they're very spiritual, spiritual races, people
0: i want to i want to say religious but it's not it's not religious they're very yeah, spiritual and they have certain they things have that they do they
1: for their culture and their traditions don't yeah.
0: they so yes it's SONS and that stands for sudden unexplained nocturnal death syndrome S-U-N-D-S.
1: Did sons exist or was it that word made up for this? This, this word
0: was made for this. For this. For okay, this.
1: yeah.
0: Um,
1: so that's interesting. So they've put a scientific word to this syndrome then. So it's Sudden Unexplained Nocturnal Death Syndrome. Yeah. So obviously it happened in science because they've even yeah. yeah well named it's, it.
0: It's been investigated at length by the Centre for Disease Control, but they do not have an answer. Wow, it isn't remains that a story? unexplained. And I, I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you what it is. So, what the uh, Mon community do have is they have um, what they believe is a nocturnal pressing spirit, which they call a Dabso.
1: Right.
0: And the Dabso attacks sleepers by sitting on their chests and sometimes attempting to strangle them. Now, what does that sound like? that's your traditional kind of sleep paralysis yeah um so again it just it just feeds into that thing of you know although our views of the the paranormal and spirit differ from you know culture culture and religion country they're they're all pretty much the same thing just a different name they are they are so you know to to the 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 community it's the dabso to us it's you know it's sleep paralysis demon or an incubus succubus or what you know yeah it's them kind of things so there are, have been people that have survived episodes of suns and they described sleep paralysis coupled with lucid dreams okay in which a beast um l- like at the dabso like how they would envision what it would yeah. look like have uh, suffocated or attacked them
1: oh so the ones that did live to tell the tale are saying they had that had, um,
0: had this on those them. visions
1: yeah yeah you see yeah yeah it's crazy
0: it's interesting so um that's the that's the story that inspired the nightmare on elm street or you know kind of gave him a little bit of inspiration yeah so i want to give you now just a because it is such a huge movie franchise Mm. little little tidbits for you now the man who plays freddy krueger has did an interview with rolling stone magazine and he said that every town has an elm street and that he autographs elm street signs at least once a week that have been stolen and that is because elm street is every town has one and i thought "Hmm, do you know what lies lies like it's just it's just the name of a tree so it's probably like reasonably common every single town i've looked at has had some elm road elm avenue elm street yeah. elm elm something um and also elm street is the name of the street that ran past the book store uh, where kennedy was shot mm. and that's um wes craven was in uh, took inspiration from that as well he was very interested in that and the story behind that so that plays into it as well but no really really interesting and it's not a story or a film that you expect to have some roots in
1: yeah any roots at all really apart from just somebody's imagination
0: because that's what what it strikes as isn't it it's yeah
1: a complete fantasy but obviously it is but based on inspiration by by true facts
0: Um, Obviously, the community now have not suffered any further losses, to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there was a real spate of it, late 70s, early 80s. What do you think? It's a hard one, because I think, you know, mixed in with probably the PTSD and the stress, but you you could explain away five, you can't explain away 100
1: all of those American soldiers, or like you say, white soldiers, or soldiers of other ethnic backgrounds, none of them were all dying. And they would have had the same PTSD and the same stress because they all fought the same war. Correct. Okay, some were frontline, front line. But listen, when the cannon fodder's dead, the front line moves up. So the people at the back become front line. And, and
0: listen, there are there so many men who unfortunately fought in the Vietnam War that suffer with PTSD. None of them are dying in dying, their sleep. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: So, I don't know. It's... I think there's definitely something in that, 100% there's something in that.
1: There's something that isn't usual, it's been investigated by science, modern day science, it's been given a name and nobody has a clue. So that tells you it's not normal, it is paranormal, which is out of the normal and um, science can't explain it, it's got to be paranormal because it's out of the normal.
0: And that's that. So, guys. Thanks very
1: much, Fred. That's a great bit of information. Yeah, it was
0: quite interesting. I quite liked it when I because yeah. I was thinking I don't want to do a run of the mill. I don't want to do the country. They should make I don't a movie on do... that
1: on that story. Yeah, I think
0: that's a great story. But
1: actually do a real movie on it, not all the well, it's fancy not too stuff.
0: dissimilar to your story that you uh, the film you like. Uh what is um the others? No, the sleeping one. Uh slumber. Slumber. Yeah. Not too dissimilar, is it? I
1: mean we've talked a lot about sleep paralysis and, and demons in the dream state and this is demons in the dream state or negatives in the dream state but just of a culture and a an name that we don't understand so it's an entity of some sort that, that is able to to kill in the dream state which we know is it's, possible
0: and it's a bloody scary fault isn't it
1: yeah well I might be thinking about it when I go home because otherwise I'll be yeah well, I, listeners, I, I'll, I'll be doing
0: the prayers sleep well tonight guys sleep well be
1: coming for me i ain't going anywhere yet one
0: two dabso's coming for you (laughs) three four listen locking your door ain't gonna do much either (laughs) right guys um thank you for tuning in we hope you enjoyed it we've got one more episode um coming out on saturday and we're going to cover a really famous case um I'll put, I'll give you some teasers on Instagram. I want to see if anybody can guess it.
1: Everyone will guess it. Everyone. It's will the most guess famous it. story there is.
0: Oh, it's a. Re- it's really good. If you said to someone, "Give me a haunting," that's what they. That's what they'd tell you.
1: Automatically.
0: Automatically. Even I would. So um, yeah, stay tuned for that, guys, and we will speak to you very very soon. Sleep well. Sleep well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>